Everybody say hi to Stormy. Oh, hi Stormy. <laughs> Woohoo! Well, I told her, I said, hey, you should check this out. You know, if you want to get to know me, and, you know. Get to know, I guess I need to put that episode, uh, the video episode on the air. You still haven't done that? Uh, no, I have not. That was like, what, what was that episode? Uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> Hey, Buzzheads, welcome to the show. I'm still trying to do some work over here. Dang. <laughs> I got I got, I got, got so much stuff. Uh, welcome to uh, the, the 70s, 70s Buzz, Buzz Podcast. Podcast. Not the... Not those Buzz guys. Not those Buzz guys. That was this morning. That was this morning. And morning. every morning. We are those Buzz guys you know, where we just sit around. No, we're, but we're those Buzz guys where we sit around and talk about uh, everything 70s, and we do the 70s Buzz Podcast. But we so. are we are still those buzz guys. Still, yes. Well, and I and then I'm individually that buzz guy. The buzz guy. And then there's those buzz guys. That's right. On Buzzhead Radio under Buzzhead Media. We could actually have more than two of us because it's those buzz guys, not them buzz guys. Exactly. Because them is two and those is more than exactly. two. Exactly. Yeah. We should get us another buzz guy. And you guys that are listening <laughs> are buzzheads. Buzzheads. And so we appreciate <laughs> there's my there's my wife. Let's don't, let's don't put her on here. Yeah, do it. Why no, she, do it. Why is she calling during? Uh, she knows. That's weird. Okay, so we've only been doing this over two years. She knows every Tuesday, seven o'clock. Maybe she thought she'd catch us pre. Well, it is right. It is right at seven. Yeah. Anyway, I don't call her. Let me call her. No. Anyway, uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, Buzzheads, <laughs> where we uh, talk everything seventies. Seventies. And uh, we want to thank you, Kurt. Uh, what was that uh, guy? Yeah, we're gonna have to get all our shout-outs together here pretty soon. But uh, no, okay. So who are you shouting out to again? Stormy. Oh, Stormy. Yeah, Stormy. Stormy. Yeah, yeah. Stormy. Okay. I met Stormy on uh, Bumble. Bumblebee. Bumble. Bumblebee. Yeah. Bumblebee. Yeah. Actually, she found me on. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's so many names. We got an interesting episode tonight. We, yeah, it is. We are uh, we're going to talk about people that left the world too, too soon, soon in the 70s yeah. that were kind of Todd's going to concentrate on well-known celebs yeah. and I'm going to concentrate on maybe lesser-known celebs and I feel bad. What does Craig Schreiner do? <laughs> 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 she must be with her dad. She's with somebody that wants to know. Um, he does. Uh, who's, who's Craig Schreiner? He's uh, Craig Schreiner. I think he does investments. Investments. Yeah. I think. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, hello! Welcome back to the show. <laughs> uh, people Get your are, own podcast, people. <laughs> uh, hey, they're dropping like fr- flies, fries. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So uh, people that died too young. In the 70s. Yeah, in my list, um, and I think your list, we tried to keep it. Basically, I think the oldest person on my list is 42. And most everybody's in their 20s or 30s. Who was 42? Elvis Perez. Oh, yeah. Which so, somehow that totally escaped me. Somehow that passed you. Because, yeah. I guess because 
I, I, you know what it is? Because he's not dead. I was going to ask. See, I was wondering if we were going to get into that. Uh, so let's just start out with that. So uh, Elvis, Probably, he, Elvis the, the biggest, the biggest Elvis, one who allegedly died. Yeah. Elvis Presley supposedly died I at mean, age forty-two. He, he, he eclipsed Joplin and Hendrix and Morrison and Lee and and Croce. He, he eclipsed all those. And uh, Todd forgot about him because Todd just does not believe. He believes he's living on an island with JFK. Right? Is that I what don't you know believe? who he's living with, but he ain't uh, dead. I don't know where he is. But he ain't dead. We know there is a there is a guy that they found that they they internet the internet's people say is Elvis what, the groundskeeper. Yeah, the groundskeeper with the blonde bl- bl- yeah. hair and everything. Yeah, not no. even. I don't think he even looks close. I mean, I'm like, eh, that ain't Elvis. Elvis. Although, on one hand, I would I would think, yeah, he would stick around, but on the other hand, I think he would just like totally leave. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, so Elvis, just give, uh, just give me that. So, Elvis is not dead, please. If so you give me anything, listen. Let's pretend like he's dead. So how did he pretend die? I don't know. And I, th- I, I guess we don't even really need to. He talk had a about cardiac Elvis. arrest on the toilet. Yeah, I was going to say. I think everybody pretty much knows. Uh, so real quick, and apparently that's common. Have we talked about? I don't know if we talked about this on a prior show. Or, uh, show because because he's probably he is the most famous person on our list. So do you remember? Where you were exactly. when you heard that Elvis died. I know died. exactly where and I, I was. I, for some reason, I think we've talked. So go ahead, tell tell everybody uh, where you were uh, when you found out. I was in my den, which at the in 1977, two, three, eight, oh, because okay. it doesn't matter because he did not. Um, I was in the den on the couch watching TV, and the news came on. It was in the afternoon, uh, mid late afternoon, uh-huh. and this and it was. Uh, school hadn't started yet um, back then because school started later. And I I remember jumping up off the couch. I was laying on the couch watching TV. I don't know what I was watching, but the news came on, and I ran back to the— So was it like bra- a breaking news? It was breaking news. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, the, you know, we had 4, 5, and 9, yeah. ABC, CBS, CBS, ABC, CBS, NBC, and breaking news came on, and I'm like, holy crap. And I ran back to the sisters' bedrooms— Bedroom and banged on the door and said, "Oh my God, Elvis is dead!" And they're like, "Go away!" <laughs> oh, ouch! <laughs> because you know, yeah, that's what they did when you're. So you know. were they not as big Elvis fans as you were? I think they just didn't think that. I just didn't. They did believe me. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's so where, where were you? I was uh, at home. Uh, we were latchkey kids, mm-hmm. and so my sister and I were both home. My mom was at work. So it was, what did you say, late afternoon? It was late afternoon. I think it was, it was late, late afternoon, mm-hmm. and the phone rang, and I believe it was a yellow phone. It had a dial on it and one of those long cords that went yeah. from like three rooms away. It rang, and it was Dottie Johnson, and I said, hey, Dottie, what's up? And she said, well, I just wanted to call and tell you to tell your mother that Elvis died today. And I said, oh, Really? You know, I, I don't know. I didn't, it didn't like shock me or because he, you know. So how, we were like. Uh, 77. We were fifth grade, sixth grade, fifth. No. Seven, no. 77. No. Uh, we were seventh grade. We're in our teens. Seventh grade. Seventh, seventh or eighth. It depends we were 14. on. We were 14, 15. We went to high school in 79. So yeah. we were seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, yeah. So anyway, that's how I found out on the phone. My mom's best friend wanted because my mom was a huge Elvis fan, yeah. so she wanted to make sure that I told my mom, which was kind of silly because I'm sure my mom. Oh, it was, sure, it yeah. was all over the world, like within seconds. I'm sure. Yeah. So anyway, that's. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I say, I I was a huge Elvis fan back in the day. Watched his movies, but was not a huge listen to music Elvis fan at the time. You know, he'd kind of. Gotten. No, in, in in our era, it was more movies. Yeah, we didn't we didn't think of him as a uh, uh, on the radio star. He was a movie star. Yeah, because that's when we were introduced to him, and and his songs weren't really on the radio stations we listened to. No, they weren't. No. He wasn't like a top forty. No. You know, where you'd listen to Kansas and, you know, Elvis wasn't played between Kansas and Sticks, no. you know, so, yeah. No. But yeah. I loved him on the movies. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, there's a, that's probably our biggest, biggest one. Uh, what else you got over there? Uh, well, uh, as far as like, there's like, besides Elvis, there's like the uh, the four Musicians, the twenty-seven club. Well, they're not all twenty-sevens, no. but um, well, there is a twenty-seven club. There is a twenty-seven club, yeah, and it goes on till today. I mean, it you know, it's not just in the seventies, but uh, wasn't Kurt Cobain twenty-seven? I believe he was. Yeah, so it's not just you know back in our decade. It was it, that goes on. There was two in the twenty-seven club. Uh, Janis Joplin. She died uh, October fourth, nineteen seventy, and who was the other one? Was it Morrison? It was Jimmy Mor- Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison and Jimi Hendrix, all three. They were all three twenty-seven. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. And there are, and and was it? Why had so many Jimmys? Jim Hendrix, Jimmy Morrison, and uh, Jim Croce. Uh, you know, it was the year of Jim. Yeah. Well, the decade of Jim. Jim the Croce. De- he wasn't. Jim. He Jim Croce wasn't at twenty-seven, but he was. No. Uh, but well, was, and so he's kind of out of the club because. So real quick, those three, twenty-seven was drug related. Uh, it's either drugs or airplanes. Kill yeah, everybody. Singer-wise, there for a while. Yeah, musician, like. yeah, yeah. musician entertainers-wise, or yeah, or yeah, musician-wise, don't get an airplane if you're twenty-seven. Uh, and don't do drugs. Yeah, uh, exactly. Then you know, <clears throat> you added Bruce Lee because uh, he was a, he, you know, he wasn't a he wasn't a musician. He wasn't a big superstar at the time. Well, I, he was pretty big. I mean, his movies did pretty well. I think <laughs> they did pretty well after he died. Yeah, I think he was. I mean, his know. first big movie came out like was a month after he died. His first big movie. Yeah. And uh, the you're jumping. Uh, I do that. Do you have any more details on the deaths of Jimmy, Janice, or Jim? Oh, well, I started. You do have your list over there? <laughs> That's just Janice. Oh. Then I, then I was like, you know what? I'll just go to my tablet. Oh, okay. Well, real quick, Jim Croce, since he was not a drug-related death, uh, September 20th, 1973, uh, he and four others were killed in a plane crash in Nac- Nachidoches, Louisiana. He had just finished a concert at Northwestern State University's Prather Coliseum. He was taking a chartered Beechcraft flight to Sherman, Texas, to play a concert at Austin College. Upon takeoff, the plane did not gain enough altitude, and it crashed into a pecan tree. At the end of the runway, according to official report, the 57-year-old charter pilot had suffered a heart attack. 
that is one of the uh, the drawbacks to uh, yeah flying charter where there's just one pilot. Uh, that's why a lot <laughs> of uh, charters and big planes now have two pilots. This is the first song I taught myself to play on the piano. Uh, I mean, his his death was a huge loss. Just oh. think of all the songs he would have written had he died at the age of 30. Much, much too young. I don't, I don't remember him live. I don't remember him performing when we were young. I just remember him like, oh, damn, Jim Croce's dead and this is his music. Yeah, well, 73, I wasn't really listening to music much. Yeah. In, by then sad 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 yeah this is going to be a sad episode Dang it on. is it is kind of a bummer episode and uh. jim morrison was with the doors for if we have some younger millennials listening um going back to those three that died at 27 hang on just to be enough time to do the things you want to do once you find them oh my god that's such good stuff that's good stuff right there i gotta pause that and go on Got to go on. Got to move along. Um, Do some Jim? Jim. Morrison. <laughs> yeah, real quick. Uh, Jimi Hendrix died in London. Well, let's go to Jimmy. What's one of Jimmy's favorite songs? Uh, 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 watch me while I kiss the sky. Uh, um, kiss this guy? Kiss this guy. <laughs> That's on one of He's our... arguably the greatest guitarist, rock guitarist of all time. Oh, yeah, probably. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe's a good one. Hey, Joe. I, I do like that. It's probably one of my purple favorite Purple Haze. Ones. Probably Purple Haze. Oh, all uh, along the Watchtower. Oh, hang on. Which one do you want? Any, any, any of those. Any oh, of those. let me give me... Okay, let's do this. Played left-handed, but I believe... Was it upside down? But I believe it was upside down left-handed. He did things with a guitar that nobody had ever seen before. So a lot of people... Some people... There were a lot of people that played left-handed, but they they changed the strings. He played upside down left-handed. Just another great loss. You just wonder what what all would he have written? Oh gosh, really? Now he died of a heroin overdose. I believe so. He died in September 18, 1970. And then Janis Joplin was October 4th, 1970. Just a month later. Yeah, she was accidental heroin overdose in the hotel in Hollywood's Landmark Hotel. I think, holy crap, I just lost all my tabs. Good job. And did Jim Morrison die in France? Uh, I think he's buried in France. Um, oh, I accidentally. Uh oh, what'd you do? Oh, I had I had all my tabs set up, so I could just click on the tab, you know, and then draw right up. I did that last night, and I somehow I just uh, I accidentally. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's uh, uh, July third, nineteen seventy one. He was found in a bathtub at his apartment. Official cause of death was listed as heart failure, although no autopsy was performed as it was not required by French 
law. So that was. He did die in Paris, Francais. Is he buried in France? I, that I don't know. Either him or Hendrix is buried in France. I would guess it would be him if that's where he died. Probably. That would make sense. Uh, what do you want to hear from? Uh, what do you want to hear from? Uh, oh gosh, Jim. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know I wasn't a huge Doors fan. Um, how about Light My Fire? I yeah, I didn't. Come I, on, baby, light my fire. Let me find it here. Let's see if <clears throat> while you're looking for that, uh, death. Um, It doesn't really gravesite. Morrison was buried, yeah, in Paris. And it's now a big, huge tourist attraction. You know, I, I wasn't a big, uh, I wasn't a big fan. Of the doors? Mm-mm. No, I was not either. I, I don't know. <laughs> Where's it at? Light My Fire was pretty good, though. Um, Where's the, why is it, uh. I don't know. I'm going to move on while you're please queuing that up. Uh, please, and we're going we're going non-rock on this one. Roberto Clemente. He uh, was a baseball player. Died at the age of 38. He was involved in charity work in Latin America and the Caribbean countries in the off season. And he liked to deliver baseball equipment and food down there to help the folks out. And on December 31st, 1972, he died again. In a plane crash while en route to aid uh, earthquake victims in Nicaragua. <laughs> Nicaragua. <laughs> For some reason, uh, say I got these Jim Morrison, it says top songs. Yeah. And I click on one and it's a Jimi Hendrix song. Oh, that's weird. So. Well, let's don't play a Jimi Hendrix song for Jim Morrison, or they will be shouting. Look, here's the at deal: us. I never use Bing, and oh, for some use... reason, my tablet is Uh-oh. likes Bing. Uh oh! And I apologize for our, our advent, our our fervent, our our great listeners, our, our loyal buzz listeners. Heads, buzz heads. The buzz heads. Uh, I'm using a new device, and it's it's not. Keep trying. Mm. How about Sal Minio? Oh, I've heard that name. Who's that? Why, why do I? Actor in uh, Rebel Without a Cause back in the day with uh, James Din, but uh, on uh, February 12th, 1976, coming home from Los Angeles rehearsals, Minio met an untimely death. He was brutally stabbed outside of his West Hollywood home in a robbery attempt and died shortly thereafter at the age of... Thirty-seven. Why would someone? Uh, why would someone do that? Uh, because there are chump daddies in this world, and uh, he ran into a chump daddy. So. I mean, was it random or someone targeted? No, him? I think it was random. Yeah, it was just a, really? it was a robbery. Uh, yeah, according to the reports I read. So someone was trying to rob him, or would just randomly rob somebody, and he just happened to be the one that walked by. Huh. There you go. That's finally. That's a door song. Me and the Bing. Me and the Bing. Uh, be untrue You know that I would be a liar Liar If I was to say to you Go and get much higher This is kind of that music where you just kind of lay around on the couch Or you're just stoned out of your mind Yeah, that's what I mean <laughs> That's what I mean like, Just lay around on the couch Well, that's code for getting stoned and just. Well, that's where do you think you hid the frisbee with all the marijuana in it? Hid the frisbee? Yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? 
<laughs> in the 70s, you kept your marijuana on a Frisbee and you slid it under the couch. You did? We did? <laughs> well, no, we, we didn't. We didn't, but all the people that smoke pot did. Really? I should ask all my pothead friends. Well, they don't. I don't know that they do it anymore. But back in the seventies, it was always on a frisbee slid under the now, couch. Now, where did where did you come up with that? Because everybody's house I went to, there was a frisbee <laughs> under the couch full of dope. Really? No, where were you? Whose friends were you going to? I can't even tell you. It's okay. The statute of limitations has uh, run out. I'm just telling you. Every, I think every, you pulled that out of your. I'm just telling you. I it think was, you just pulled that out of your. There, there was a couch. There yeah. would be a frisbee underneath with marijuana. There would be a coffee table with old pizza and a TV. Every living room in the seventies was like that, where where young boys lived, young young men lived. Was this at your uncle's place or something? Did he ever? Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. Actually, I don't think he used a frisbee though. He used a, it was a little. It was a tray. Yeah, and I can't remember what his tray. Um, it's like a tray you'd carry drinks on. I think. Yeah, I just slid it under the couch. Dude, come on! <laughs> it's no wonder I never smoked pot. Well, now. You know, I tried once. Once was enough. Oh, there was that one summer. Uh-oh. You were there. Summer. Da, 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 you were there. I was? Yeah, and Tom? Oh, that summer. That's <laughs> Oh, that's way past the 70s. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. No, in the 70s, no. No, no pot smoking for me and no. you or you. No. We yeah. waited till the 80s. Yeah. Was it uh, 80s? I think it was 90s. Oh, no, 80s. 80s? Yeah, out at uh, the farm. The uh, Oh, Regis's? Yeah. 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 Okay, M- moving on from our, <laughs> our non-drug days. Uh, touch back on uh, Bruce Lee again real quick. Going back to Bruce? Okay. Yeah. May 10th, 1973, Lee collapsed during an automated dialogue replacement session for the movie Enter the Dragon. Uh, in Hong Kong, he was suffering from seizure, seizures and headaches and was immediately rushed to the Hong Kong Baptist Hospital where doctors diagnosed cerebral edema. Yeah, he, um, yeah, he didn't have a chance. I don't know. Even today, I don't think they've figured out exactly what, his, what killed him. Uh, they were able to reduce the swelling, uh, headache and cerebral edema, uh, later repeated... And uh, they repeated on the day of his death. So um, July 20th, 1973, he was in Hong Kong having dinner with an actor friend he was going to make a film with. And according to his wife, I believe he went to sleep and complaining of a headache yep. that, that day. Uh, went to lie down for a nap, and that was it. They found him. Yeah, so basically he was, he was toast. I mean... He just had a condition, and there was nothing anybody could do. Yeah, there was no. There yeah, was, there yeah. Was, yeah. There's no warning signs. There was no prevent this because you know you can take this medicine. He was just. Yeah, but yeah, super, which, super. Even though it wasn't a tragic death, it was a tragic death. It oh was, yeah, you know, it wasn't like he died tragically, but it was tragic that he was so young yeah. and had so much talent. Yeah, and then his son, same, yeah. was just as battered, yeah. if not worse. Because he died on the set, because some dumbass didn't know how to yeah. rig up a fake gun. Yeah, uh, very yeah, sad. Jason. Yeah, Jason was he was cool. Very sad. I actually like Jason more than his dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Bobby Darren. Bobby Darren. Rec- recognize that name? Bobby Darren. That was uh, uh, what was that? Uh, what was that song? 
The bri- uh, there's a bridge. A bridge? And that there was a song. Um, what was that song with the Bobby Darren? Um, uh, somebody jumped off a bridge. Ah, no. Are you sure? Was it? Was that not Bobby Darren? No, I think you're thinking. Um, yeah, no, Bobby Darren, uh, Dream Lover, Beyond the Sea, Mac the Knife. He's more of that '50s, '60s. You're thinking of. I don't know who you're thinking of. Why are we talking about fifties and sixties? This is the seventies Buzz Podcast. Look at my. It's when he died. Oh. Seventy three. Oh, okay. At the age of, uh, he died on my birthday. He well, died I, December twentieth, nineteen seventy three. He died sure on did. my birthday. Oh, that's kind of sad. Oh. Um, nineteen seventy three. After failing to take antibiotics to protect his heart before a dental visit, Darren developed sepsis, an overwhelming systematic infection. The blood thing, yeah. Yeah, this further weakened his body and affected one of his heart valves. On December 11th, he checked himself into Cedars uh, of Lebanon Hospital in L.A., and another round of open-heart surgery uh, was performed to repair two artificial heart valves that he had received in 71. On the evening of December 19th, a five-person surgical team worked for six hours to repair his damaged heart. Shortly after the surgery ended, Early in the morning of my birthday, Bobby Darren died. He was 37 years old. Here's Bobby McGee. Not 50. He was 60s. It's Janice. It's amazing how popular they died so long ago, and they're like even they're like a million times more popular now than they were back then. Yeah, she had a she had quite the the I don't want to say tragic past, but she is someone's texting. Who's texting? Oh, it's Matthew. He's doing updates for the tomorrow's bus. Nothing, mommy to me. She was born in Port Arthur, Texas. She was. Yes, and uh, January of 1943. Um. You know, she had a classmate, a famous classmate. Uh, <clears throat> she did? Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson? Yeah, not the race car driver. Jimmy Johnson, the football coach? Yeah. Seriously. On a little segue, um, Jimmy Johnson. They were like in, they were the same age? Yeah. Yeah, they, they went to high school together. Well, they within a couple of years. You know, Jimmy Johnson coached at OSU when yeah. I was there. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And he was also the coach for uh, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, in Miami. And his birthday was the other day. Was it today? Or was it the other day? Hang on. I'm going back on my notes. Okay. And, and the reason I want to tell you this is... Where did my not, where Jimmy When was Jimmy Johnson's birthday? I was going to say, I don't remember you ever mentioning Jimmy Johnson. Oh, Maybe crap. it's coming up. So they went to school together. Jimmy yeah, Johnson. Jim, Jimmy Johnson and wow. Janice. Jimmy Johnson and Janice Joplin. That's funny because just now, across the hallway, yeah. while we were eating, yeah. they had a football special on, yeah. and they showed an interview with Jimmy Johnson. It's car- it, it, he's it, got it, blonde, blonde hair, and so he's you know, still kicking, so that's what... The age that Janis Joplin would be right now. Yeah. The way that Jimmy Johnson looks. Yeah, I mean, it was just 73 or uh, 70 she died. That was, you know, and she was young. She was 27. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Wow. Jimmy Johnson, huh? Yeah. Crazy. And not the race car driver. Oh no, I know Jim. I know Jimmy Johnson. I mean, I worked at the OSU athletic department when he was there. Really? Oh yeah. Did you ever meet him? I, every day. I didn't meet him, but I saw him every day. He, really? Yeah. Yep. Why were you in the athletic department? Because I did work study. I worked for OSU. When you, you know, if you needed money, they would give you a job. So my job was with the uh, football department. So What'd you do? I, we moved football equipment around. Really? I they, didn't know that. They needed blocking equipment or, yeah, I, I could have gone to every game I wanted to. Jimmy Johnson was down there and Rusty Hilger and Ernest Anderson and Larry Coker and really? all these famous guys. Everybody became super big and famous after they left OSU <laughs> for some weird reason. Well, you know, well. Uh, but, yeah. That's not, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I... I'd, I'd sit there and watch him yell at him every day. I mean, he would just berate him, you know. You guys suck, blah, blah, blah. He would just yell at him. But he did have that nice quaff, even back at OSU. Oh, yeah. He had a head of hair, didn't oh, he? yes, he did. Golly. Yes, he did. Well, we digress. Because <laughs> he didn't die. He's still alive. Still alive. Good job. Uh, Jimmy's still alive. How about Keith Moon? Remember that guy? Oh, that crazy dude. He had. He was the giant partier. Uh, he, was a, he was in the Stones. No. Wasn't he in Rolling Stones? No. He was in... Why are you not answering me? Hello? Uh, because I'm... I'm <laughs> You're supposed to know when I'm wrong or when I'm right. I'm not going to say anything. Now, I'm, he was the, the drummer in... Drum roll? Drum roll. Uh, that's a different program. I don't have that right here. Uh, you don't have a... I don't, I don't have the... Keith Moon. He was the drummer for... Um, keep going. Keep going. For, it was the... Wasn't, the Who? There you go. The who? That's what it was. There you go. There it was. I redeemed myself. Thank you. There you go. Good Lord. You're we we, we let him yell a little while. <laughs> he died September 7th, 1978 from an accidental overdose of the prescription drug Heminin prescribed to combat alcoholism. Uh, he died in the same flat in Curzon Place in London's Mayfair that uh, Mama Cass died in. What? Yep. And we'll get to her in a minute. Uh, she died in 74. Okay. Keith, Keith Moon, drummer with The Who. Uh, postmortem confirmed there were 32 tablets in his system, 26 of which were undissolved. Moon had attended a party the night before organized by Paul McCartney for the launch of the Buddy Holly Story movie. Really? Yep. Okay. First of all, I had no idea there was a drug to combat alcoholism. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Well. You're basically switching one. Oh, yeah. They don't do that today, right? Well, it's not that drug. Yeah, they, they have they have drugs for alcoholism today. I don't. They don't, like, cure you, but they, I think they, like, get you off of maybe a little. They help with the DTs and stuff, I guess. I don't. Oh. I, I'm not a doctor. And I don't play one on TV, so I don't know. <laughs> You should. I know. Uh, what, would, what would be your TV doctor name? Uh, Paging Dr. Stud. Dr. Stud. No. Stat to ER. No. Do- no, not Dr. Stud. Okay. Dr. Buzz guy. <laughs> Dr. Buzz. Dr. Buzz. Dr. Buzz. Paging Dr. Come Buzz. Stat to ER. Got code blue. Yeah. So Co- code Keith, blue. Keith Moon, 30. Uh, I think I saw two things. One said 31, one said 32, and I don't have time to do the math. So he early 30s. Yeah. Uh, Just call it. 31. Um, yeah, 31 to 32. Uh, then real quick, I'm going to tie in real quick, segue. Mama Cass Elliot. 
uh, died at guess what age? Was she at 27? 32. Oh. Which he died at. They died in the same place. The same room? The same flat. Same. I don't know about the same room, but the same flat, which is an apartment. So How far apart? Uh, he was 78. She was 70. He, she was 74. He was 78. Four years apart. Wow. Yeah. And her name was Ellen Naomi Cohen. Uh, she collapsed in Burbank, California in the studio of The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson immediately before scheduled a performance on the show in April of 74. And she was treated at a hospital and released, then dismissed the incident as simple exhaustion. But only a few months later, July 29th, 1974, after a concert series at the London Palladium, Elliot was found dead in her hotel room. She had succumbed to heart failure at the age of 32. Mamas and the Papas. She could sing. Little Mama Cash right here. Lots of singers. Dream a little dream of me. Oh, yeah. California Dreamin', one of my favorite songs ever. Oh, you want me to pull that up? No, that's all right. You got, little, you got enough, Mama. Got enough, Mama. Yeah. Who else you got over there? Uh, Anybody big and famous? Where'd my nuts go? Uh, okay, I'll continue. Did I say nuts? I said notes. Nuts, nuts, nuts. Where did your nuts go? <laughs> well, You're know. sitting on your nuts. Yeah, <laughs> Todd, get off your nuts. I think we, uh, did we cover Joe, uh, Jim Croce? Yeah, Plane Crash. Yeah, but we didn't know play no, we didn't play no Jim Croce. Yeah, did you we? did. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah, your, yeah, your mental stability is, uh, how about Freddie Prinz? Uh, June, oh, Freddie Prinz. Prinz. Oh. Uh, oh. 20 stinking two years old. He was? That is way too young. Now, no. out, out of everybody that we're saying, except for Elvis, I think he may be the only other one I remember dying. I remember when he died. Uh, he was that young? Yeah, 22 years old. I guess because it was in 77 as well. The, the people that died in the late 70s, I remember more than people that died in the early 70s. Uh, he suffered from depression, even though he was a comedian. Uh, and uh, his wife asking for a divorce, causing him to go into even a deeper depression. On the night of January 28th, 1977, after talking on the phone to his estranged wife, Prinz received a visit from his business manager. Uh, with Snyder looking on, Prince put a gun to his head and shot himself. Really? He was rushed to the UCLA hospital, placed on life support following emergency surgery. His family removed him from life support, and he died at 1 p.m. on January 29th. He had a history of playing Russian roulette. This is May 21st, 1974 on The Tonight Show. I grew up in uh, New York City, which is kind of a weird town. Uh, I grew up in an old Puerto Rican neighborhood. And we had a, a superintendent, the manager of the apartment building, called Mr. Rivera. And since I've been talking about him on television, he's become my biggest enemy. He gets mad that I talk about him. Because he's the kind of super that never he wants to funny. hear your complaints, but he wants to keep Shot himself in the head, right in front of, okay, so right right in front of a friend. Like, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> bullshit. He was, to to him, he right? was say, depressed. Because of a woman? Well, no, I think he had, I think he had depression. I think he chemically had depression, which I don't understand because I don't have depression. But people that have depression, 
get you know they it, they physically think and their brains are different so it's not I, like he was just it wasn't like he was there's a difference between depression and being sad okay he wasn't sad over his wife he was in depression so i guess which depression if to to shoot yourself in the head there's got to be some chemical weirdness going on yeah. there and you know people are jumping off bridges and buildings and yeah you got to have some you got to have some chemical imbalance to yeah I would assume because it's not something I would ever think about doing. No. So yeah. So anyway, we don't okay. have depression. So luckily, yeah. luckily. Yeah. Like I said at the beginning of the show, this is going to be a kind of a. It's kind of a downer. Kind of a downer show. Yeah. Nobody died young happily. Uh, I don't have anybody on this list that died young happily. Who? Did someone die happily? Come on. Not not young. Uh, well, you know, I get uh, maybe there will be. Hang on. Hang on. Maybe I'll get to somebody. Let's do it. I don't know, Who? but I, I don't know. I'm looking. Uh, how about Sid Vicious? Remember Sid Vicious? Sex Pistols? Yep. 22 years old. What, what, so how did he die? Uh, the New York City Police Department and Medical Examiner's Office knew him as John Simon Ritchie. He was an uh, Englishman. Uh, he was under indictment for murder. Uh, but died, died of a heroin overdose in Greenwich Village apartment. To the rest of the world, he was Sid Vicious, former bassist for the Notorious Sex Pistols. Oh. What was their, like, famous... What was one of their famous songs? Oh, that I, that I can't tell you. Um, I do um, not um, know a Sex Pistol tune off the top of my head. Okay, I'm going to pull something up here real quick. And let's see what we get. He died in 79. 22 years old. That's young. Six Pistols were good. That's some foot, foot stomping music there. <laughs> Sweet. I do remember the name. I, do, I mean, I don't remember listening to the Six Pistols. No, I never purposely listened to them, but I don't know. It seems like they would be maybe on Saturday Night Live, or I'd catch them somewhere. I don't, I don't really remember where, but you know, they were they were punk rock. They were, Brit- uh, they were British. Yeah, you know, so it was that whole punk rock scene. But no, as far as punk rockers, they were at the top, uh, pretty good. Uh, Billy, and then here's some, you know, not everybody's going to be huge. Uh, there's Billy Stewart died at 32. He's a blues pianist. He dry, he died in a broad daylight car accident, December, January, or I mean, January, 1970, two months prior to his 33rd birthday. Um, Ford Thunderbird that he was driving approached a bridge across the, uh, a river in Smithfield, North Carolina. His car left the highway, ran along the median strip at a slight angle to the highway, struck the bridge abutment, and plunged into the river, killing Stewart and his three passengers instantly. Oh, this Billy right here. I must admit, I've never heard of Billy Stewart. Not really a genre of music that we listened to ourselves back in the 70s, but lots of people did. I could dig this right now. Oh, yeah. It's called I Do Love You. Love you. Man. 
I dig this music. Billy Stewart died um, too young, way too young. Too sad. And it's so sad that we don't know about him. Yeah, I know. I'm sure there's a big, I'm sure he's got a big following. Oh, yeah. Um, and then here's here's another one, a Tammy, T-A-M-M-I, Terrell, 24 years old, soul singer. Uh, she died of complications from a malignant brain tumor caused by a collapse uh, in 1967. She died in 1970. So what did uh, what was her genre? Uh, I believe soul. Kind of soul, bluesy type of... No, hang on. Muzak. Here's she singing with uh, Marvin Gaye. I think you've heard this song before. Oh, man. Ain't no mountain high enough, yeah. Oh, yeah. Marvin Gaye, when did he die? Was it in the 70s? Oh, good question. Uh, I think he might have got shot in the 80s. His dad shot him. Is it his dad or... Yeah, I think it was his dad. It was a family member. It was his dad on, the, on his front porch. I don't know what year, but... And how did she die? Brain... Malignant brain tumor. Man, she was a babe. I'm sitting there looking at this video. 24 years old. Holy crap. She couldn't have been much older than this. Dang. She was... Oh, I'm... You're bring, we, we are bringing me down right now, brother. Little, little hottie. Yeah. It's, oh, she was, a, she was adorable. It's not a happy episode. You know, I've got so many... I probably got 50 names... Of of people that you would probably, if we played their music or their movie, you would know that we're not even going to be able to get to. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to go to a, uh, well, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, how about Graham Bond, 36-year-old? He was a English musician and occultist. Bomb? He was... Bomb or Bond? Bond. Yeah. Gra- Graham, Graham, Graham yeah. Bond. Uh, he was considered a founding father of the English rhythm and blues boom of the 1960s. On May 8, 1974, Bond died under the wheels of a Piccadilly line train Holy crap. in London at the age of 36. Sources list the death as a suicide. Friends agree that he was off drugs, although becoming increasingly obsessed with the occult. He believed he was Aleister Crowley's son. Who's Aleister Crowley? He's the devil guy that supposedly is in hotel california you know the face that's in the even where have you been living under right on the cover of hotel california right. there's the hotel right and up in a, one of the windows yeah. there's a face right and everybody says it's alistair crowley and he's like the the head of the devil worship cult or whatever Okay. So anyway, Graham Bond, 36, committed I'm, suicide under a train. I'm not sure which one of his... Did he have a more popular song? Do we know? Uh, no, I don't think he had anything well, we listen, would recognize. Uh, let's listen to a little of Graham Bond. I just... I pulled him up because just kind of an unusual death. I'm digging it. What's blues in the... I'm, dig, I'm digging it. This is old. This is older. He was big in the 60s. Yeah. He just happened to die in the 70s. It's a hoochie-coochie man. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, he had it going on. 
awesome. Okay. Too, ba- too bad he thought he was a son of a devil, devil? worshiper. Yeah, he's a son of a devil worshiper. Well, the the head of the Satanic. Uh, when I'm, it's called the. Church of Satan or Church of I don't know whatever. The, oh, good yeah. lord! Yeah, you didn't know that supposedly he he was in the pic in the window in Hotel California. Where were you when we were discussing all that? I wonder. Uh, maybe I was at church. <laughs> maybe we were at church discussing it, and you weren't there. <laughs> oh, Hello? You, you were at Emmanuel. That's right. That's yeah. when I quit going to church. You started going to church. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so now the next two are kind of interesting deaths, interesting individuals. Yes. So you might look this one up while I'm t- telling about it. Christine Chubbuck, C-H-U-B-B-U-C-K. C-H-U? C-H-U-B-B-U-C-K. Chubbuck. Chubbuck. Oh, Christine. I thought you were spelling Christine C-H-U. No, Christine Chubbuck. 29 years old. She is the first person... To commit suicide on television. Oh. On the morning of July 15th, 1974, Chubbuck confused co-workers by claiming she had to read a newscast to open the Suncast Digest, something she had never done before. That morning's talk show guest waited across the studio while she sat in the news anchor's desk. During the first eight minutes of her program, Chubbuck covered three national news stories and then a shooting from the previous day at a local restaurant. Uh, The film reel of the restaurant shooting had jammed and would not run, so Chubbuck shrugged it off and said on camera, in keeping with Channel 40's policy of bringing you the latest in blood and guts and in living color, you are going to see another first, an attempted suicide. She drew a 38 caliber Smith & Wesson Model 36 revolver, and shot herself behind her right ear. Chubbuck fell forward violently, and the technical director faded the broadcast rapidly to black. Are you ready for this? Is this like... Is this, is this a movie or is this real? I think this is real. In keeping with the WZRB policy... Don't give up on it. Any the Are you sure it's not a movie? Why do they keep switching... Guts. TV30. I don't know. Presents what is we may we may about to be we may first. see it looks like In a movie to me. Yeah, it's a movie. It's a movie. Coverage of an attempted suicide. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was a movie. Okay, that's a movie. That's a movie. That wasn't real, folks. We wouldn't do that to you. The uh, station quickly ran a standard public service announcement and then a movie. Some television viewers called police while others called the station to inquire if the shooting was staged. After the shooting, news director Mike Simmons found the papers from which Chubbuck had been reading her newscast contained a complete script of her program, including not only the shooting, but also a third-person account to be ready to be read by whichever staff member took over the broadcast after the incident. He said her script called for her condition to be listed as critical. She was taken to a hospital. She was pronounced dead 14 hours later. So some crazy loon shot herself on live TV. First one. First, first on-air suicide. And why? Why did she do that? Uh, I had, it didn't. Uh, because she was the child of Beelzebub or something? I, I didn't go Who back was that other guy, Charlie? What was his name? Not Charlie. It was Graham Bond. Who was he? This? Oh, Alistair Crowley. Alistair Crowley? Charlie yeah. Bally? Yeah, I don't know. I, d- I didn't read. Uh, and there's her. some messed up people out there. Oh, yeah, there are. 
Okay. Now this this one's an interesting death. Oh, yeah, you'll that? know you'll know more about this guy. How, have you ever heard of a guy named Buford Pusser? Buford Pusser, yeah, he was walking tall. Yes, he was. He there, committed suicide. There was no. Oh. I didn't say committed suicide. Oh, I was so I was stuck in the. the no, 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 no. Oh thank uh, God. Thir Thirty six years old Pusser yeah. died August twenty first, nineteen seventy four, from injuries sustained in a one car automobile accident. Yeah. yeah. Hint, hint. Uh, earlier that day, he had contracted with Bing Crosby Productions in Memphis to portray himself in the sequel to Walking Tall. That evening, returning home alone uh, from the fair, he, in his spe specially modified Corvette, Pusser struck an embankment at high speed that ejected him from the vehicle. The car caught fire and burned. Local speculation as to the cause included rumors of sabotage, to the steering mechanism and the tie rods. Uh, state trooper who worked the accident later uh, became county sheriff. Da, da, da. So, yeah, so the, the movie Walking Tall. So that a lot of the story of that was true, where they came in, they killed his wife, and, and that was true. Oh. So there really was a Buford Pusser. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the gentleman whose life is a subject of the movie Walking Tall. Buford Pusser. Hi, Buford. Welcome to the show. show. He was, he was a big old boy. A young guy, 26 years old. And yep. Wow. So died at 36 years old. Wow. When did uh, uh, the girl that died and uh, they made a movie about her? Cher. Cher, yeah. Uh, uh, was that, that was in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that was. And I knew the guy who was the, the first highway patrolman to uh, come on the scene of that. Oh, really? God, who was that? That was uh, mm. Kieran Silkwood. Kieran Silkwood? Kieran yeah. Silkwood, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of my customers, was a, he, was a, he was a new highway patrolman. He was the first person to come on the scene. And he, oh, has, he has since died. And I wish I'd have got, uh, we should have, it would have been, that would have been a cool interview to get him on. Uh, because he had some insight. Oh, wow. She died uh, 1974. She died on the highway there between Crescent and Oklahoma City, which I've driven 8 million times. times. Yeah. So I guess maybe we'll have to do a whole Karen Silkwood we episode could. because Absolutely. Is, uh, that's a big Oklahoma story. That's it not is. only a national story, but yeah, right oh. here in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, that's on our agenda right there, the Karen Silkwood story. Absolutely. And too bad he's gone. He would have he would have definitely been on our show. Gosh, uh, now I am friends with his wife, and maybe his wife could give us some insight. You know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, maybe. Okay. What else you got? Uh, hang on, real quick. Don Wilson, I've got. Let me make sure. Don. Don. I th he was an athlete. Don. D O N. Yeah. Don Wilson. What was Don doing? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm saying he was an athlete. Uh, played for, I believe, the Houston Astros. Baseball player. Don the Dragon? I don't know about that. Don Wilson, 29 years old. On January 5th, 1975, Wilson died at the house he shared with his wife, daughter, and son in Houston's Fondren Southwest community. Wilson's wife, Bernice, found him in the passenger seat of his Ford Thunderbird parked inside the garage with the engine running. The garage was attached to the house, and the carbon monoxide gas fatally asphyxiated his son, Donald, age five, who was sleeping in the master bedroom above the garage. Wilson's daughter, Denise, age nine, was found unconscious 
in another bedroom and hospitalized. Bernice was treated for carbon monoxide gas inhalation and um, for a jaw injury that she could not remember incurring. Hmm. On February 5th, 1975, the Harris County Medical Examiner ruled the deaths of Don and Alex Wilson accidental. Uh, autopsy report showed that Wilson had a blood alcohol content of 0.167%. One theory is that Wilson drove into his garage, activated the gra- automatic door closer, and then passed out while the car was running. That's entirely possible. Which is entirely possible. So, and but his son was upstairs and... In the room right above the garage. So not only was he a dumbass, he was a super dumbass. He not only killed himself accidentally, but accidentally killed his son. Yes. Dumbass. Yeah, so... Um, age, age 29. And I for some weird reason... It was 75. I kind of remember that. So was he a baseball player? Yeah, for the Houston Astros. I kind of okay. and I kind of remember for some we reason I kind of remember a story about a a baseball player dying in a garage uh, in the 70s. So I, I must have I must have caught that on the news at Man, one. And there's point. a bunch of Don Wilsons. Oh, there are. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Don Wilson Astros will Ugh. get you there. Um, and then here's, uh, well, they're all sad. Uh, Michael V. Love, 37 years old. He was an Air Force Lieutenant Colonel. Born in 38, he perished March 1st, 1976, when his aircraft crashed on Rogers Dry Lake Bed in California. He was a test pilot for a joint NASA-United States Air Force flight test program at the NASA Flight Research Center and test pilot at Edwards Air Force Base in California. Um, he died. Something went wrong with the the, the uh, experimental plane he was in, and he tried to land it, and it was an unsuccessful landing on the desert dry lake bed. So well, that sucked. Yeah, but uh, yeah, thirty seven years old. So yeah, just trying to mix it up a little, so not everybody's singers. A um, lot of a lot of different people died too young in the seventies. Um, Spider Savage. Oh, you know who that was. 31 years old. You know, uh, you know who that was. I know who that was. He was a athlete that skied. On March 21st, 1976, Spider came home from, the, from skiing at Aspen. He stripped down to his thermal underwear and went into the bedroom for a shower, a bathroom for a shower. Claudine Longuette walked into the bathroom. You know with, who that is, right? Uh, hang on. Uh, with an <laughs> imitation World War II model Ruger pistol and shot him in the stomach. He died slowly. And you know who she was? She's an actress, but I can't think of what she was in. <sighs> um, you know who she was married to? Claudine Longuette. How is it? Claudine Longuette? Andy Williams. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, she was still married to him at the time? Well, I don't know if she was married to him. She was, oh, she was so hot. Because she used to be on the Andy Williams show. See, I kind of remember that happening, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Spider Sabbath. She, they were lovers. I think she was married to Andy at the time. Why, why'd she shoot Spider? Was he cheating on her? What? I mean, probably, what? but she was... I remember when I was a kid, she was probably one of the first chicks on TV that was ever like... Oh, oh really? Yeah. Wow. Because she had that... She was a... Uh, was she French? Uh, well, Longe, yeah, I'd yeah, say, yeah. Yeah, because she had that accent, and she was on the Andy Williams show, because he always did the, the Christmas shows and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of a, one of those shockers. Moida. Moida. I tell you, it was Moida. Yeah. And, it, and then, and then it, you know, I kind of put a damper on their marriage. So, <laughs> so I, as I remember, and if if our bus heads correct me if I'm wrong, she was married to Andy at the time. She was screwing around with Spider, and something happened. I'm sure Spider was probably screwing around or whatever. And she shot Spider. And I mean, because the name stuck out in my head. Yeah. And Spider, some guy named Spider, Andy Williams' hot French wife. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, there you go. And it kind of ruined the marriage for, yeah. for uh, Andy and her. So. Well, I would think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, here's two real sad ones. Are you ready for these? More sad? Yeah, these are way sad. Oh my God. Okay, after this, after tonight, we can't do any more sad because it's bringing me down. And I got so many, but we're not even going to be able to get to them. Uh, Anissa Jones. Anissa? 18 years old, Anissa died. You might know her as Buffy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, Buffy and Jody. Shortly before noon, August 28th, 1976, after partying... Buffy died? At 18. Buffy. Buffy. Buffy's the cute teenage sister, the older sister. Buffy. Holy crap. No, I think Buffy was the... Was Buffy the sister? Maybe she was. Yeah. No, she was a little girl. Uh, she, I, I was yeah, going to say, I think she was girl. a little girl. Yeah. <gasps> no wonder I never saw her again. What happened? Yeah. After partying in the beach town of Oceanside, California with her new boyfriend, Alan, and others, Jones was found dead in a bedroom of a house belonging to the father of a 14-year-old friend named Helen Hennessy. The coroner's report listed her death as a drug overdose, later ruled accidental, cocaine, PCP, quaaludes, and second all were found in her body during an autopsy. Okay, so I'm looking at pictures over here, and they're all of the, uh, what was that damn show? It was uh, uh, Courtship of Eddie's Father. No, no. Father Knows Best? No. Um, 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 it had uh, the Mr. French. Um, yeah. Father Knows Best, wasn't it? No, 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 um, no, no. Family no. Affair. Family Affair, exactly. Yeah. People were screaming. I can hear you guys screaming from here. Family Affair. Family Affair, yes. Uh, Buffy and Jody, yeah. Buffy. Oh, that's so yeah. sad. Yeah. Yeah, and all these pictures are of, yeah, there's not a lot of pictures of her when she was older. The police report indicated <sighs> a small vial of blue liquid was found next to her and never identified. The coroner who examined Jones reported she died from one of the most severe drug overdoses he had ever seen. She was 18 years old. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Here's another sad one. Well, okay. Might as well just let's get all this yeah, sad let's crap out of the way. Think, think back to the original Mary Poppins and the little boy, the little boy in the movie, Yeah. died at age 21, Matthew Garber. Uh, Garber had unknowingly contracted hepatitis while in India in 76, 77. By the time his father was able to get him home to London, the disease had affected his pancreas. Garber's oh. brother, Fergus, who was 13 at the time of Matthew's death, denied any suggestion that Matthew was using drugs and said the hepatitis likely came from eating bad meat. Oh, he was a cute little dude. He had those yeah. big old ears, yeah. little redhead dude. Yeah. Oh. Died at age sad. 21. Okay, dude, I can't take any more. Okay, here's a here's a sad one for me. This He's over age 40. I was trying to keep most of these <sighs> under the age of 40. Uh, John, uh, why don't I ever know how to say his last name? Kazale, C-A-Z-A-L-E, Kazale. Kazali. Kazal. Kazali. Uh, 41 years old. He was in Dog Day Afternoon. Okay, uh, yeah. 
He had the big head, like the six head. He had the weird hair. He had the four. Yeah, because the four head, the five head, he had six head. Yeah, he uh, he chose to continue acting despite being diagnosed with lung cancer. He died in New York City on March thirteenth, nineteen seventy eight, shortly after completing his role in The Deer Hunter. Oh. So his was just cancer, lung cancer. Way too young. Uh, Sandy Denny, thirty seven years old. <sighs> Dude, you're killing me. Uh, she died in 1978 at the age of 31 due to injuries and health issues related to alcohol abuse. Uh, she was found unconscious at the foot of a staircase which led to the second floor of the house. She was known for trying to fling. She she was depressed and had some problems. She used to fling herself down staircases to try to hurt herself. <laughs> and she finally did. So, yeah. Oh, that's they, suicide. Yeah, they found her. At, yeah, oh. basically. Um, Elaine Esposito. Dude, yeah, I, I can't take much more. Okay, this one's a little different. <sighs> Elaine Esposito, now she's over 40 as well, but there's a good reason for her being over 40. She's 43. <laughs> Elaine Esposito, uh, born in 1934, held the record for the longest coma. <laughs> oh, having God. She lost consciousness in 1941. Um, what was she? Uh, she went in for an appendectomy in 1941 and never awoke from being uh, from the anesthetic her parents had to they took her off the machine and she kept living and her parents had to take care of her she her parents died before she did um at age six was when they had taken her into the hospital for a ruptured appendix but um 37 years in a coma holy crap yeah i think i remember her dying uh, I remember it being a big news story. Yeah, November twenty fifth, nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, it's like, what do you do? You can't, you know. That's that. I think that sparked that whole euthanasia thing because I remember everybody was doing debates and book reports on euthanasia in the seventies. Yeah, and I think part of it was because of her story. Um, oh yeah, there's pictures of her when she was little before. Yeah, cute little girl. Yeah, yeah. That's so terrible. Uh, I don't know how to sell, say this guy's last name. Are we running out of time? Yeah, we're way over. You got one more. Pick uh, one. Pick one more, and I'm cutting you off. Uh, well, the the great guy with the Grateful Dead uh, car accident. How about Thurman Munson? Yeah. New York Yankee died at age 32. Um, on the afternoon of Thursday, August 2nd, 1979, he was practicing takeoffs and landings at the Akron Canton Regional Airport with friends... Jerry Anderson and flight instructor Dave Hall. While on approach for the fourth and final landing on a different runway, Munson did not extend the flaps and allowed the aircraft to sink too low before increasing engine power, causing the jet to clip a tree and fall short of the runway. The plane then hit a tree stump and burst into flames uh, on the runway. Hall and Anderson both survived the accident. Hall received burns on his arms and hands. Anderson received burns on his face and arm and neck. Munson suffered a broken neck from the impact and would have been most likely quadriplegic had he lived. He died of asphyxiation due to the inhalation of the superheated air and toxic substances. Yeah, well. And that, yeah. Oh, and then the one last one. And he's, this, one's, this one's the oldest guy on my list. Okay. Max Yasger, owner of Woodstock, the festival farmland, died at 53 in the 70s. Okay. So, semi-young, 53. So, I googled famous people who died in the 70s. Yeah. There was, and just on this one list, there was 1,400 and some odd famous people. 
I never got out of the seventies and I gave up. I never got out of nineteen seventy and yeah. I gave up. Well, I've got I've got at least fifty names yeah. on here that we didn't get to. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, every decade's got their. You know, it's a lot. There's a lot of people in the world. So anyway, there's there's <laughs> there's you a a small segment of those that died too young in the nineteen seventies. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how the stats go on this show because this is the first. And last down, downer, downer, show? Downer, downer episode downer that episode. we are going to do, I swear to God. Yeah, you know, interesting. But, but it's part of the 70s, you know. It's part of the 70s. Because yeah. so I don't remember, you know, I don't remember a lot about the 60s, but I don't remember the 80s, <laughs> 90s, <laughs> 2000s, 2010s, having as many famous big name people. Well, I mean, you know, we had the one day where Farrah Fawcett and Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson died, but... It seems like the 70s, you know, you're talking Elvis, Jim Morrison, Jimmy mm-hmm. Hendrix. You're talking yeah. people that were iconic. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why it seems like so many more famous people died in the 70s than... Yeah. But I'm sure yeah. if we went through the 80s and 90s, we'd find uh, yeah, but a the huge 80s list, 90s, too. They're not cool. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. We we apologize for bringing you all down. No, mm-hmm. we don't apologize. Uh, uh, it's part like like Todd said, part of the seventies. It so. was bound to happen. If if we miss somebody super duper famous or something, let us know. Uh, buzz at buzzheadmedia.com and uh, tell us any stories that you know of uh, people. And like I said, there's just tons of names I left on here. But uh, oh, dang! Now I got to do one more real quick. People are yell. I guarantee you, people are screaming at their device right now. Yeah. Cassie Gaines, Ronnie Van Zant, and oh. Steve Gaines. Oh, yeah. 28, 29, and 28 all died. Mm-hmm. Part of Leonard Skinner in a plane yeah. crash. I yeah, can't that, believe I went right over that. That was a big one. So we got to throw that one in there because I guarantee you people were screaming. That was a big one. Okay, so now we're going to get out of here. You guys, thanks for catching uh, this episode of The 70s Buzz. Go to iTunes. Go to all the other places. Leave us a review or comments, and we would greatly appreciate it. And we'll mention you on the show. Make you famous. Guess we're going to get out of here. See ya, Raider. See ya.